So you clicked on this link because you want to know what it's like moving from the Metro Seattle area or Seattle Metro to Colorado Springs, Colorado, or anywhere in Colorado. Well, stay tuned. You are going to hear from Lori and I and the research we've done, but then also the expert who's done it herself um, this last year, Julie. So stay tuned. What's going on in Colorado Springs? Are you thinking of moving or living in the Colorado Springs area? Lori Derrickson and Kayleen Zabadek provide you with a local perspective of what it looks and feels like to live, work, and play in the Pikes Peak region. To get their free six-step guide to moving to Colorado, text the word FINEST to 719-639-3393. Make sure to follow them on YouTube. Colorado Springs, what's going on? Hey everyone, it's Lori and Kayleen and Julie today with your Colorado's <laughs> Finest Agency here in Colorado Springs. And if it's your first time to our channel, hit the subscribe button or the bell. We have some wine today that we're going to go along with that. So <laughs> we push out a ton of new content all about Colorado Springs. We have clients reach out to us all the time. Julie was one of them. So we had her come on today, talk a little bit about her experience. So reach out anytime, day or night. We always say we love making these videos. We love making Colorado your home even more. 719-639-3393. Hey everyone, so today we're going to talk to you about what it's like. So maybe you are in mm -hmm. Seattle and you're thinking of moving to Colorado and what that looks like. So today we are bringing on Julie onto our little YouTube channel today. She's probably one of our favorite She's clients She's our favorite ever. clients ever. And so, so they reached out to us from our YouTube channel and they moved here. Gosh, did you close in May? We closed in May and moved in beginning of June. Okay. So they've been here for, well, you've experienced kind of all seasons, almost. Almost. We're totally. almost getting there. So mm -hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like moving from Seattle to Colorado, specifically Colorado Springs, and what that looks like. So we were kind of chatting ahead of time, and it's kind mm -hmm. of interesting. So we're going to kind of go over maybe like four main points of what you've kind of noticed moving here from Seattle. So I guess we'll talk about um, the weather. I think the weather was a big part for you that you say you... You love the weather. You there, said but you that love... was your number one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would. So, difference of weather in Colorado versus Washington. Yeah. Okay. So I would say um, the weather in Washington I actually love. The reason I love it is because in Washington you get four different seasons, which is important to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the seasons are relatively mild, mm -hmm. and so I liked that about Washington a lot. Yeah. Um, so I was surprised with how much I love the weather here. I would say here it's very similar. You have four distinct seasons, mm -hmm. but the seasons are relatively mild. They are more extreme than Washington. You're going to get a little bit more, more heat in the summer. It gets a little bit colder in the winter. Um, Temperature-wise, temperature not right. Because it was a few yes. Is it is it humid out there in the summertime? So is it more dry? Well, I didn't realize that it was humid <laughs> until it was here. Like, okay, that's it. it's yeah. super dry in Colorado. Yes, it's super dry here, which I thought would bother me, right? Uh -huh. Because you talk about like with the chapstick. chapstick. I wear chapstick all the time. Yeah. Um, so supposed I to drink water, not wine, but we're breaking the rules. <laughs> so. so I thought the dryness would bother me. But no, I love it. Um, so I noticed how in the summertime it gets hotter here, but it doesn't feel like I've also lived in the Louisiana and stuff. Where it's hot. Where you have high temperatures and humidity. Yeah. Where it gets suffocating. So here you have higher temperatures than you do in the Seattle area, but it feels great. Because it's like it's a dry heat. sun. It's a dry heat, yeah. and it's enough where, like, lemonade tastes awesome. <laughs> right? 
that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but it's not torturous in any way. I love it. I genuinely love it. Um, and I noticed the big difference in the winter because the temperatures are colder here, but it feels nicer than it does in Washington. And my friends in Washington know this because I went back and I was like, it's so cold. <laughs> it's like bone chilling cold. Yes. In it's, it's just that like, so in Washington, it doesn't get that cold, yeah. but because it's rainy and dreary and there's not, it's gray during the winter there. And so there's a chill in the air and yeah. here you can have really low temperatures. I remember being shocked because I was outside and it was five degrees uh-huh. and it felt amazing. But it's that dry uh-huh. because, it's that because there wasn't like, a yeah. chill in the air and because it's always sunny here. It is. And so the sun is shining on you. So yeah. even though like you're still bundled up with your coat and your hat, uh-huh. but there's still a comfortable feeling here that yeah, I'm never... running from building to building. I remember that from Minnesota. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, get out. We're going to run. Like right. You don't have that <laughs> Well, here. and that's like growing up like in the mountains over here, mm-hmm. we get like we would get negative 30 yeah and people would be like oh my gosh and it even at negative 30 I know it sounds weird but it really was not like it was cold I'm not gonna lie but we would still go outside and like ski and um go sledding and stuff it's it's different because you have the sun yeah there's just and it's dry there's just a there's something comfortable it it like it always Mm -hmm. the weather always feels comfortable here yeah uh-huh. and the biggest yeah. thing what was the, we talked a little bit ahead of time the biggest thing you said your number one reason that you love it here is the sun yes the sun she even pointed out which i never would have known i told Kayla i never would have thought about that but you even said when it's cloudy it's still sunny it's still like white clouds <laughs> and i was like yeah oh, okay maybe. so the only time i've noticed thought about that the way. only time i've noticed it get cloudy here is on the days when we have snow and but even then when it's snowing it's all the sky is just white everything everything is white and the sun is behind it and so the sky still looks really bright it's just a bright white um Uh and so but even that very few days is it cloudy here like gloomy cloudy like where it's no i've never i've never seen a gloomy cloudy here yeah but that's compared to what i'm used to yeah i don't know if i have either the gloomy cloudy does a couple days. I kind of like it in the fall when it gets to be like that rainy. Like we don't get it very often, but I kind of love a couple days in the fall. It's a like treat that. a little. Yeah, it's a treat a little bit. <laughs> that, so well, and I think it's a good segue for that. So I think another thing that you had mentioned that why people love Colorado is because it's so active here. And I think people are mm-hmm. so physically active because you feel like you're missing out if you aren't outside yeah. in the gorgeous weather. Yeah. Four seasons out of the year, like yeah. even if it's raining, you'll see people out like jogging. I'm like, they're super intense. Well, it still feels good. Yeah. Like, well, and I think that's um, that's something that is nice coming from Washington to here. You have that similarity because in uh-huh. Washington, you're it's very act- people active. People for fit, right? Yeah. Um, and and the hiking is really big in Washington, just like it's really big here. Uh-huh. Um, and so I would say it's nice that you have kind of a similar culture from Seattle to here as mm-hmm. far as the outdoorsiness goes. Uh, I think you might get maybe more, some people did go hiking in the rain in the winter in Washington, but um, here I think maybe you have more activeness in the winter, but yeah. I don't know. Especially if it's not slushy. I still would go hiking in (laughs) the winter, but not everybody. So I just saw a picture of a friend who moved. um, She lives in Golden from Crested Butte. 
And like this weekend, I thought it was kind of gross because we got a huge snow last week and now it's all melting and it's like slushy. She has this big golden retriever and it, she like took her dog out walking and it was laying in the puddle. I was like, oh my gosh, why would you? <laughs> but like people are still out yeah. and about, even if it's like not premium weather mm -hmm. and they're still being active. Yeah. Like yeah. she was out at a farmer's market in February with her dog in the slush. And I was just, we just had a client out here from LA and they were moving here and they, the first thing he said, they contracted in a house and flying horse. And the first thing he said was like, people are so fit here. I went to the gym this oh, morning yeah, he and, five, and he's like, people are so in yes. And I was like, yes. I mean, there are people who are not obviously, but I mean, when you, when you walk around, you and I think people Julie are hit on the head for um, specifically Colorado Springs. Like we have so much military, and it literally is part of their job to stay yeah. physically fit. And so you have that, um, you know, even at five o'clock at Vesa Fitness at five a.m. on the weekend, the gym is going to be packed. Mm -hmm. Well, um, another thing which I have not mentioned, surprise, <laughs> surprise, back from Julie, oh, um, is that. So when we moved here, mm -hmm. we noticed here that you guys have these gyms uh -huh. that have pools and water slides. Oh, you don't have anything like that? No. Oh. What? No. They're separate, like, memberships? Or what? Or like, you don't have them? There's gyms. Okay, there, uh -huh. are, there are gyms, obviously. There's yeah. gyms. But... I don't know of a place, and I could be wrong because I did live in a smaller town. People will comment below um, if there's something <laughs> in there. Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but I don't remember a gym membership that has multiple pools with water slides, like all inclusive, like villa and like yeah, time, like all inclusive. Where yeah. you can drop your kids off and then go. I mean, to, go you to the guys, spa. yeah, it was we're um, lucky. <laughs> it was amazing because yeah. our gym members. Do you go to villa? Or do you, yeah. yeah. So and my favorite thing to do at Villa is to go for a little workout. The kids can like go do their thing, go to the pool, whatever. Yes. I can sit and have coffee. They have like amazing oh, spa yeah. there too. Yeah. Sit in the sauna, spa. Yeah, they have massages there. <laughs> yeah. and, but but even like the outdoor the outdoor pool, yeah. I mean, all summer long we would be out there and the fact that they have a grill yeah, with hamburgers food. and I would get I'd order a glass of wine up yeah. there. Yeah. And to me and Brett, that was just amazing. It is. Have, it's a treat and it's never, affordable. We have never experienced anything like that. Mm -hmm. And only on like a vacation do you go to places like that. That's it's like a and, villa. And it is super cheap. <laughs> yeah, Villa, we should get free memberships. Yeah, yeah it was one. <laughs> I think our family membership is like 180. What do you guys? Our, I haven't done since COVID. I think I need ours was like yeah. 250. I've been waiting for the free no, enrollment. Our family membership is 200. Yeah. 200. Yeah, right. Like 200. And so that's, I went up. that's for like unlimited classes, gym, gym basketball classes. courts, yeah, good facilities. Indoor, outdoor Plus pools, you get a discount slides. for like all of the, um, like massage and facials yeah. and all of those services. And they even have like daddy daughter dances. Yeah. We actually just, we just went to you, um, a little thing this weekend that they did. They lots of fun and things. so they had like a petting zoo and stuff for the kids. So people do get snobby about what gym they go to though. I have a friend like to cross who lives lines. over in Cordero. I'm like, mm -hmm. why would you belong to a gym? You live in Cordero, whatever. They absolutely love Lifetime, but they love the tennis. Tennis. They love that and then he likes some of the classes or whatever but they are snobs about like yeah, yeah we like, were gonna they love lifetime they have all this equipment in our basement and i was like we never use that but i'm like i want to go back to lifetime because it's I was a like, treat we need to go and yeah. my husband's trying to convince me to go to another gym and i was like no i don't want to deal with the lockers i like the locker rooms at villa i'm like i'm only going to villa but villa is a treat it's it's funny that you guys are like 
you're talking about like all the different places you can go and which one is better and people uh-huh. being snobby about it. The fact that you have, you have multiple one. options yeah. to go to. I, mean, I think we I are lucky. Know I know. I know. I mean, again, like you'll have in Washington and even where I lived, um, you had a, a membership that might have a pool and a gym, but it's nothing, nothing compared to the size and the amount of activities and the mm-hmm. social things that they do in the for community. For affordable prices. For a really cheap price. Yeah. 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 For no. 200 So that's good for all of us. We talked about the weather and we talked about fitness and the sunshine, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to touch on a little bit like what the lifestyle is like. Everyone asks us with COVID and I think we always want to preface it a little bit. Like we don't ever like to get into like the politics here and everyone has their different viewpoints, but I do feel like no one's like divisive in this area. I do think we tend to swing a little bit more conservative openness with COVID. I don't even know what the right words are. Colorado Springs in general. Colorado Springs in general. Denver and Boulder pull a different way and sometimes the mountain towns do. But overall, I would say our kids are in school right now. It's February, what is it? February, 2022 without Mm -hmm. masks. And they go to school without masks and we go to restaurants without masks. We can go to restaurants without masks. I mean, it changed our way a little in the fact that you can't just show up to a lot of the restaurants. Like to me, because of the staffing shortages, you have to make, like when we go out to dinner, it's usually us, my parents, my sister. So we have a larger party. So Mm -hmm. we have to make sure and call ahead because not everybody can host big groups because of their staffing shortages. I would say that's our biggest issue in Colorado Springs right now is you just have to be a little patient. Like everybody is shorthanded and you know, uh, our kids are back to school, which is amazing, but you just have to be a little patient with some of the customer service around there. I would say for us, uh-huh. with just being a family of five and not yeah. having yeah. accident, we haven't had trouble with that. You've had going out to eat mm-hmm. and everything? Just for us to go so. out to eat, we haven't had an issue with staffing. I did notice staffing issues when I've gone to Denver. Oh, restaurants. Okay. Mm-hmm. I noticed a lot it's there, but in the springs, I haven't so far. Well, good. Maybe I've just been lucky. Maybe it's just because I maybe have like a more. party of 13 going. <laughs> yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. And like vaccination cards, I don't think you have to show it anywhere here in the springs. I've had mm-hmm. a show to go to a concert um, at Fiddler's Green here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, that's the only place I think I've had to show what my vaccination card is when yeah. I went to like a concert, I would say. So um, really business is normal. Like you can go into the grocery stores. There's people with masks without masks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's some supply chain issues, but for the most part, it's pretty. Yeah. My kids are like, if they have a cold, it's funny. They'll be like, like, do you have a mask? I'm like, you don't need a mask. I'm like, well, I just have a little bit of cold and I want to be respectful. Like, I think people are mm-hmm. super respectful both yeah. ways sometimes. And so I was yeah. like, no one really makes fun of him if he wants to wear a mask that day because he doesn't feel good and he feels like he's respecting them. And so I just think it is kind of. I don't know. I think you can go both ways. And I don't think, and I could be wrong. I'm sure some people feel different, but I just think it's pretty, you don't have to wear masks and no one super judges you here for either way. I would say. No, I agree with that. I feel like, um, I feel like I've noticed that one thing is that the conversation here um, is not super revolved around COVID or policies or like, People here, the culture here seems to be very laid back and respectful and Mm -hmm. friendly. Um, And I don't really see people being judgmental one way or the other. And so, yeah, there's there's plenty of times I see people wear masks and 
and then a lot of people that don't wear masks. And when I've had friends come to visit, I've told them like, you will be fine either way. If you mm-hmm. if you, you want to wear a mask, go nobody's it. gonna judge you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want to, then that's fine too. Yep. And so I like that. I appreciate just the yeah, laid back. I feel like culture. our kids feel like they're like having a normal life. I guess I don't mm-hmm. know what the right word is. Like they do sports now, and they're my kids play full on basketball indoors. No one wears a mask. And so, I mean, right or wrong, I guess there's different ways to look at each of those. But I do think that I don't feel like that pressure, I guess, of For a while, it was uh, like definitely part of conversations yeah, for, for sure. a long while. for sure. Yeah, for that whole year. But as like we've gotten, I guess, a little bit more back to life before COVID, um, I feel like it has evened out. And mm-hmm. people do, I think, just in general... We've had enough conversations like that you can be respectful of each other. And, you know, I would never say anything to somebody wearing a mask or they I don't think people like Mm -hmm. I was confronted in another area about not. And I don't think people really do that a whole lot. A place not here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're just open minded. But um, what I love being a mom is that my kids can experience their junior year in high school mm-hmm. and their eighth grade year and actually be able to go to school dances and play their sports and um, have after school activities. You know, that well, was enough going on where they don't need that to be something that they have yeah. to have a political stance on, I guess, for my kids. I'm like, just go be a kid. Yeah. yeah. So that was a nice thing. So that's our little politic, little COVID, little spiel <laughs> for that we're going to feed in here. Let's talk about the house process because you, you did sell a house uh-huh. in Snoqualmie. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like, okay, say snow and then Snoqualmie. Snoqualmie. So you sold a house there and then you bought here. Yes. Right? So Mm -hmm. was it nerve wracking at all? Like, because at that time we could, we were, we're still doing appraisal gaps and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's definitely still a seller's market. Were you nervous to sell and not necessarily have in stone where you were coming here? Oh, for sure. You just had to trust the process a little. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, and I think, I think one thing that was helpful, and I've recommended this to others I know who are in this process, um, because with the seller's market in in Seattle is so high, kind of yeah. like here, yeah, is that markets too, is that um, when we went to go sell our house, we said that we want thirty days rent back for free. Yeah, and kind of took the and that off. became a norm. Yeah, and, and so therefore it did. It helped because it gave us a month to come here, look around, not and, be contingent, and find, and find a place something. that yeah, to not be contingent. And um, and so that does. I would definitely say do that if you're interested because it was a huge weight off of our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you had to give a little on your needs and wants and expectations of? what you found here in Colorado Springs. So I don't know if I would be the best example for that. <laughs> um, well, your whole lifestyle was changing. Yeah, my entire lifestyle was yeah, changing. you went back to school and you yeah. just Sometimes came out though, with this purpose. is where the question's coming from. Sometimes people say, I want to spend 500000 and have five acres and <laughs> still have a community. And the, yeah. it just doesn't exist. Like, there's definitely, like, neighborhoods here. Uh-huh. There's forest living but it it 
you can't have it all. Yeah. <laughs> like you're um, still in Colorado, one of the best places to live, like in the country, if you look at places. So yeah. it's like, I, sometimes you're moving from like Seattle, which is a huge hot market, or even we have a ton of clients from California and they come out here, expect to have Iowa pricing. Maybe. I love Iowa. I'm <laughs> well, from Iowa. But you are so. going to get that for 500000 Yeah. I, um, I think that the houses here are going to be drastic. It is drastically cheaper. Than, oh, than Seattle. Then Seattle. Then Seattle or Snowflake. So, all of you Seattle or, people, yes. Washington people watching, you sh that should be good hope for you. It is. We'll give you Julie's number. <laughs> yeah, here. It is drastically yeah. cheaper here. Um, I would say if you're if you're living in some place on the east side, um, Bellevue, Kirkland, Woodinville, those kind of areas. I think Colorado Springs is going to be very similar to that. Obviously, if you're in downtown Seattle, you're going to be more slow paced. Mm -hmm. Colorado Springs is like a really big suburb. Yeah. And so, yeah, and saying. so if you're coming from downtown Seattle, it's going to be much slower paced. If you're coming from even on the east side, um, the culture feels slower paced. Um, but geographically, it's going to be all of Colorado Springs is really big. So geographically, it's it's kind of similar to if you're driving around from Bellevue to Kirkland to Woodinville and is it yeah, that kind okay. of area right and then if and so i think you're going to fit in pretty easy if you're coming from the east side like that if you're coming from a smaller town like i did coming from snoqualmie um you're used to that really small town feel mm -hmm. so if that doesn't matter to you then you go anywhere if it does matter to you then i think that you're going to really want to look for one of the neighborhoods that has some sort of community center, mm -hmm. um, like the, because Snoqualmie is a master plan community, Snoqualmie Ridges. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And so there's several master plan like communities here. Like the farm, or Wolf Ranch, Flying mm -hmm. Horses are all kind of So there's really several really master ranch. plan communities yeah. like Snoqualmie Ridge that are here. Uh -huh. So I would pick something like that to give you kind of that smaller town feel or joining one of the clubs that we were mentioning uh -huh. like villa that kind of gives you yeah, that kind of is a community that feeling community when you join feel. something like yeah. that a little bit um but yeah the same people who kind of the same classes and you get to know right. them a little bit it's yep. a good way to well get to and know when i moved here. here it was kind of the same thing i came from a smaller town and the beauty of like colorado springs versus denver was i felt like that it was a good segue yeah. like i did put my kids in a k through 12 school because i wanted that community yeah. feel it was a little scary to me to just like be able to have kids at three different places and I wasn't really sure like I guess that it was just an easier transition from small town than to go to like Denver or somewhere yeah. where it's so big and fast-paced and you know it, it was a good segue um you might want to explain the concept <laughs> of a K through 12 school Okay. That that was new. Are you, so, well, you don't know what that is either still? I mean, it's... it's there's only one option, so, really, so here. So well, here, I, I know... There's a lot of K through 8s, though. Yeah. I, I don't know if that... And again, in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know of that existing okay. where I lived. Okay. Um, so a K through 12 school is, um, you know, kids all the way from kindergarten age all the way through their senior year in high school they share a campus there are technically three different schools and levels at the school different staff that support those but maybe they do share a PE teacher share an art teacher share a school um, security officer um, what I liked about it was that 
to me, like my, one drop I had, <laughs> I had three kids at three different levels for yeah. two years. And so my elementary schooler could watch my um, high school daughters homecoming parades mm-hmm. and then they would still cool. they wouldn't see each other per se in the hallways because their classes mm-hmm. you know they stagger schedules and whatnot so that you don't have kindergartners in the hall with the senior yeah but they could still be part of that community and still be like um what what are what is their thing thunder they oh, were yeah. all DCC like the, yeah, thunder. So really but there's bad. a couple k through 12 or k through eight schools so it'd be the same concept just you know your elementary and your middle schools together so are yeah. all of the k-12 through schools charter schools no no they're not mm-hmm. oh no no see charter <laughs> schools are also i'm not very also familiar. yeah that's a new thing <laughs> yeah here as well so let's talk about the like the last thing i just want to wrap up with so the mountains i think a lot of people from seattle are used to mountains and then so but it's more you were describing it since I've I've visited, but I've never lived there. But it's more like green here. It's more not green. You, <laughs> and we have the mountains. I like the way you explain it, Julie. Yeah, you explain it because <laughs> you you experienced though. The way that I explain it is that um, Washington is a beautiful state, and it's and as as you all know, it's called the Emerald State. And so Washington, beauty wise, is lots of trees with some mountains. Like when you're talking about your views, mm-hmm. lots of trees, some mountains. Here, it's lots of mountains, and especially in the springs, it's huge mountains right there. So lots of mountains and some trees. Mm-hmm. You guys have trees. Yeah. I've lived in other places, have no trees. But not the dense. But you don't yeah. have, you don't have the lush You don't have the same, well, and again, lush. because in Washington, it's lots of evergreens. And mm-hmm. so um, in the winter here, you're going to have obviously less greenery um so yeah i would say beauty wise they're pretty they're pretty comparable beauty wise it's just a different beauty because if you if you really like the greenery and the trees in washington is a great place if you really like mountains this definitely has (laughs) it on the mountains (laughs) yeah we actually um some of our videos that are a little bit older that we had filmed during the winter months we even had people say why are all the trees dead there maybe that's (laughs) part of it like we have trees that like shed their leaves and you know we have evergreens but not a dense amount Mm -hmm. of that um my uncle was even up skiing in monarch this last weekend and he said there was beetle kill all over the um the trees the the trees and so they lost all their needles and you know there's um i i think that the trees just are seasonal here yeah like Mm -hmm. in the spring we get all of the blossoms Mm -hmm. and you know it doesn't feel like that dense forested area like a lot of even the midwest has yeah but i mean i would the the mountains here are breathtaking it is they are Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, <laughs> sorry, um, Garden of the Gods. I oh, love yeah. it. It's so pretty. It makes me emotional. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just going to cry in her video. Like, well, oh and I, to me, Colorado Springs, too, it is that red dirt. Like, you go to other places throughout Colorado, and you just, I, you know you're in Colorado Springs when you see that Garden of the Gods uh, rock structures mm-hmm. and you see the red dirt. You don't get that everywhere. I just, I just never, in all the places I've lived, which is a lot of places, I've never seen something 
like Garden of the Gods before. And yeah. so it was amazing. So if you are moving or visiting, that is definitely on the list of must-see places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so if you guys give us a text, the word finest to 719-639-3393, we'll give you our Colorado buying guide. And if you have any questions at all or are thinking of moving here, we love helping Julie move here. We're yes. glad you're here yes. at home with us here in Colorado. <laughs> So we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or text anytime, 719-639-3393.